0: Daf Ches, page 78 we are up to the words Nema masnison, the like rabbi Yaisi, the second line on the daf and this entire umrah is going to continue and there's going to be a mission towards the top of umrah and this umrah is going to continue in the machlokas that uh, we were discussing with Henry Revillazer and Rabbi Yehoshua as to the status of a service, or we'll call an avodah, um, whether it applies to an animal, whether it applies to a karbamincha, when a, pers- when a uh, person is in a state of tomah. Again, we're dealing particularly with avodah shebet tzibor, with an offering that's an offering for the tzibor. And what we ended off yesterday with is explaining that... The machlokas really may be... Okay, we're going to keep talking about this, but right now our understanding is the machlokas is about lechatchila mbediyeven. That when we say that a carbon could be brought metumah, it could in a state of impurity, doesn't mean that it's mamish lechatchila. That ideally, listen, there's no problem whatsoever if the tibor is in a state of impurity, if the community is in a state of impurity, even lechatchila, everything is valid. Or does it mean that it's only valid... Okay, here we go. Second line on Anachasim name of like Rabbi Yaisi. Let's say our Mishnah does not follow the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi. Now, why not? Here we go. The time we learned in our, we learned in a Braise, not our Braise, we learned in a new Brysa. The tzitz, it's Meratza on Achilus, on any part that was eaten. Okay? Now, let's remind ourselves this thing of tzitz maratze. What is tzitz miratzah? So we know, as we explained yesterday, that tzitz is the golden plate that the Kohen Gadol wore on his forehead. It was worn on uh, when he would wear the Shemayna yeah, Begudim, the garments of the Kohen Gadol. Now, on Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol, when he would go and do the Avaida Shebifnim, and he would do the avidah that was inside the Kiddush HaKadoshim, he wouldn't wear any gold, right? Because that reminded, the, we know from the, the Pesukim and Rashi, the gold could remind Hashem, so to speak, of the, um, the egel, the golden calf. And we're trying to get a kapara. So the Kohen Gadot would change out of all of his golden uh, you know, uh, vestments. And he would wear the big day lavan. He would wear the white, the goddam. Now the tzitz is what is mechaper. The existence of the tzitz is what atones. Now we had a discussion in yesterday's daf. Did the tz, we had a machlokas that the tzitz need to be worn or does the tzitz just need to be in existence? We had a machlokas. The opinion that held that it just needed to be in existence brought a proof from the vote of the Kohen Gadol, Because the tzitz wasn't worn, it was gold, so it was taken off and the Kohen Gadol would go inside on Yom Kippur. And still you see that a kapara was gained despite the fact that the Kohen Gadot was not wearing it. As long as it existed, that sufficed. That was okay. Alright? So that's this whole idea of tzitz Miratza. The tzitz being in existence makes HaKadosh Baruch Hu miratze, makes HaKadosh Baruch Hu want our tshuva and we've gained acceptance in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The tzitz makes miratze. what part does Hashem continue to accept? The part that gets eaten. Rabbi Yisrael Merbei says, "Ein natzitz maratzel that tzitz does not make rotzon uh, does not make Hashem want the Avedah, Um when it comes to the food." Meaning, "Galsakadai dachmi degamar Rabbi Yisrael insists maratzel achilus." We're under we're assuming that what he means by this is Rabbi Yisheua's fear. The Amar beinam tarty, he's pasi like Rabbi Yisheua, who says that you need all parts of the avoda to be in a tahar state. Okay that the only time the is meratzah is when the avoda is going to suffice no matter what, even when there's tumah in existence, not only the eating, but even the part that's born on the mizbeach. Name a sees season like lake Now, if Rav Yaisi follows Rabbi Yeshua, and Rabbi Yeshua does not fit in with our Mishnah, that by definition means Rav Yaisi does not fit in with our Mishnah either. So that's the Gemara's, we'll call it a shailah, if Rabbi Yassi agrees with Rabbi Shua, and Rabbi Shua is not our Mishnah, Rabbi Yassi, should we assume that Rabbi Yassi also is not our Mishnah? The answer to the Gemara Light. Reb Yishei, Reb really holds a The Dam Alpha Pisha who holds that the the reason why if the meat becomes tameh, the avida is, uh, is still is still is uh, still valid, is because he holds Dam Alpha Pisha He says you're allowed to sprinkle the blood even when there's no meat to eat. Now, right now we're assuming, and this is going to be a, con- a, a continuous theme, even going into the next Mishan of the base, which is that if meat becomes Tame, why can't we view it like Kamisha Eno, as if, like, you brought a carbon, the meat got lost, the, meat, the part that I'm supposed to eat got lost, at least still be makri of the other part on them is Vech. When the meat that I'm, the part that I'm supposed to eat becomes tameh, we can view it in that same light. We can view it in the same fashion and say, oh, it's just Kamisha She'enai. But the rest of the Karban should still be valid. But he's really holding like Rabbi Yasser. He's not holding like Rabbi Shua. And since our Mishnah follows Rabbi Yasser, he can follow Rabbi Yasser as well. Ask the Gemari if that's true. So what does Rabbi Yasser mean when he says that Tzitz is not Meratzeh? Al Achilas, the, the part that's eaten. If the Avaida, if the carbon, is still going to be a valid carbon, so you don't need sits to be maratza on Achilas because you're still going to be sprinkling the blood. It says Gemara, what do you mean? What's your question? Who says sits Since he says that you sprinkle the blood even when the meat is not valid. What does he mean, tzitz on achilas? You don't need the tzitz to be meratze on the achilas because the carbon's valid anyway. Either way, it's a kosher carbon. You don't need the tzitz to kick in to bring any sort of added ratzon. Rather, it must be the machlaikas between, uh, Rabbi, uh, the, the machlaikas between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yaisi is about meat that became Tomei, can it also afterwards now that it's Tomei, and we'll call it Puzzle anyway can piggle and Meila kick in once it's no longer valid reverlezar savar reverlezar holds that if that love that since there's a tits around it makes the meat like it's tar as far as piggle the And therefore, even if it became Tamei, you could still enter the prohibitions and the Ichi of Kares of meila. And once something is pigle, what happens? It loses its status of holiness, and now that it lost status of holiness. So if a person uses it for their personal gain, it's not in the category of Me'ila anymore, because Me'ila, again, is the prohibition to, use, to personally benefit from something that is sanctified. Once something, once something became pigal, however... So the chiyuv of meila is going to fall off. For everybody says like meratzah tzitzi Love, like kitar. That no, the tzitz does not make it meratzah, and does therefore does not make it like it's tahar. It remains in a category of tamei, and since it remains in a category of tamei, there's no issue of pigle according to Rabbi Yisseev. Like the Pigle pigul never kicked in to remove it from the category of me'ilah. When something is pigle, so now it's removed from the prohibition of holiness because it's pigle. When something is not pigle, it retains its, its uh, category of holiness. And if a person uses it for their personal benefit, he'll be chayav on me'ilah. And maybe this is the machoikas between Rebbe Leezer and Rebbe Yaisi Moscavila, Rebbe Mari, Rebbe Mari has a challenging question. Nehi granted, Nami also, even if Rebesi holds like Rebeli um, So, it's going to make sense when it comes to a carbon, an animal that is shechted if, you, uh, if it's Tomei. So, Ikadam, you'll say, listen, there's blood that's sprinkled on the mizbeach, And since there's blood sprinkled on the mizbeach, and we say, that you sprinkle the blood even when the meat became tamay, beseder. Oimer nami, by the carbon oimer as well, okay? We're, we're not dealing with an animal. Rather, we're dealing with grain. So what's going to happen over there? Where are you going to have the two parts of the avida By an animal, you have the sprinkling and the, and the eating, right? Where do you have the two parts of the avida by the carbon oimer? Ika kaimitz. You have the kaimitz that once you take the three fingerfuls of flour and it's put on the mezbeach, so now that the tzitzit's around, it's okay as well. Lechma panim nami, lechma as well. The 12 breads that were put there every day. Ika bazichen. You're going to have the levina that's put out. Meaning, whether you're dealing with a carbon, an animal. Whether you're dealing with the kamitza of a carbon mincha. Or whether you're dealing with the lechma panim So we'll say, the avaida. if one part becomes tameh, the other part of the Aveida. Can still be allowed. Okay? What's the deal with the two breads of Shavuos? When you, What's the Avayda of the two breads? It was eaten. That's it. There's no other part, there's no two parts of the Avayda to say, oh, even if one part became tummy, the other part is still valid. There's only one element to the Avayda, the Chitim and the Karamehim. And if you're going to say that the other part is to bring them close uh, and be mocker of them, Actually, before the eating, okay. Now, the shteh were brought with the uh, with two uh, two sheep. It was brought together with two sheep. Those sheep, uh, the the sheep were shechted on the mizbeach and the lobes were then eaten. And you're going to say, Oh, even if one part becomes tummy, the other part is still okay. And consider that two parts, we learned from Mishnah that there's only five avidus, which seems to imply that. This halacha of bringing it in a state of Tumah will be done whether or not you have two sheep. Granted, usually the Shteya were brought with two sheep, but what happened if you didn't have two sheep? Are they ma'akev? Do they cause that the Shteya are not brought? No, the Shteya are still brought. And since, lechem, since the Shteya are still brought, we, can, we now have a situation where you can have two breads, the Shteya of Shabuz. they're completely eaten. That's only part of the Yavayda, because, again, the two sheep are not ma'akev, and, still we say, it can be brought in a state of tumma. How is that possible? If the entire thing is tummy, where's another part of it that could be brought? It must be, Rabbi Yaisi holds, that tumma even on the Shetei HaLechem themselves, is Mutter bitsibur, no matter what. If you're doing something from Bitsibur, you don't need the tzitz. You don't need the tzitz to be Meratzeh, and you'd be allowed to eat the Gemara mm-hmm. so, that doesn't make that that uh, doesn't work out either. But, Tanya, but we learned to the <speaking in> Brisa. <Hebrew> so Baruch Hashem for Rashi. Rashi tells us that we know before Yom Kippur we needed to make sure the Kinyan did not become Tameh. So he was separated from his family, okay? The same thing holds true before, before Yom Kippur, right? The Kahingadol would move into the Beis HaMikdash for a few days. He was separated from his family. The same thing holds true with the Parah Duma. okay? Now, we, we had to make sure that the Parah Duma, before it was offered as well, remained to her. Now, while we had this time of separation, they would make sure that even in the Beis HaMikdash, the Kaingadal would have the ashes of the paraduma sprinkled on him, just in case. You know, in other words, we're separating him now from his family to make sure there's no further tuma. But the, I, he's been with his family, so there's potential, far fetched, but there's potential tuma around. So to get rid of any potential tuma, he would go through the whole process of the paraduma mikol chata shahayusham, from all of the chatas, the the ashes, the paraduma that were there. Divi Rabbi Meir, this is how Rabbi, this is the opinion of Rabbi Meir says, They wouldn't sprinkle on him all seven days. They'd only sprinkle the ashes of the Baradum on day three and day seven. And if Rabbi base, holds that Tumah is Muttr B'Tzibur, why are you sprinkling him? Even if there ends up being Tumah here, there's zero issue whatsoever because the Kayyengarba on Yom Kippur is doing something for the Tzibur. And even if, just in case, far-fetched, there's a Tumah here, big deal. Ella, you're right. Ella Reb you're right. It must be that our Mishnah must not be following the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi the same way that it's not following the opinion of Rabbi Yehoshua. Period. Okay. A different halach. Not new, but different. Here we go. Sorry, I said by Puppa says that by Rabici Storm is akile lebay trehu is like a Shtara, a star okay a contract, uh, a, a contract or a contract or a a document mizake lebay trehu that says Let's say myself and Reb Sam write a contract. Contract says, I owe $200 to Reb Sam and Reb Sam owes $200 to me. Uh Uh-huh. So who's owed $200 in this contract? Everybody. Says Reb Papa to Abayi. Reb Yaisi's halacha is like writing a contract, owing money, both sides owing money to each other. Meaning, it it, it doesn't make any sense write a contract like that. The, the Tanya, his halacha doesn't make any sense. The Tanya learned to the i'm a Rabbi Yeshi, Brayer says, I pass like Rabbi Yeshi when it comes to animal sacrifices. And I also paskin like Rabbi Yeshua. We quoted this earlier. Now again, Rebbe Lez and Rebbe are arguing by animal sacrifices. He's going to tell us how by animal sacrifices, there's one halacha that he's following Rebbe Lez, the other one he's following Rebbe Shua, and the same thing by a mincha offering, right? The div I also agree with one element of Rebbe Lez when it comes to a mincha offering, the div Shua and and I also agree with an element of Rebbe Shua when it comes to a mincha offering. Now, he's going to explain in one way, I agree with Rabbi Lesh, when it comes to an animal uh, carbon, an animal sacrifice. Because he said that you sprinkle the blood even if the meat is not going to be offered. I agree with that, and I agree with I agree with when it comes to Zvachim. Okay, that they're codependent on each other. I think Rabbi Lez is correct in one element when it comes to a Mincha, who says that you separate a if there's not going to be any leftovers. She says, Papa says, you know, I feel like Rebbe is trying to dance at two chasnas at the same time. He's going to two weddings at the same time. A human being can't do that. Alright? Can't exist in two places, and this is what Rabyisi is trying to do. Answers Abaye, Now we explained this beginning of yesterday, earlier in yesterday's daf. But Abaye says back to Papa: Omar Lay, Mistavra ka Omar Kikoi Omar Mistavra ki de pligi nami be menoch. He says, I'll tell you. He says that Rabbi Yaisi is just stating which one is more logical. It's more logical to say that the Machleikas, Rabbi Lies and Rabbi Yeshua, apply both by live animals and by the Karbon mincha. And when he was learning Mesecha vachim, he said that it's Mestavra, that it's logical to say that one, the Machleikas by a live animal will apply to a mincha. When he was learning, so he's trying to get out of this and he's basically saying that Rabbi Yaisi at different times when he was giving Shirin Yeshiva made these statements and somebody came along and kind of tried to you know, shmush them all together. Try to uh, try, try to combine everything and it's really not uh, Rabbi Yasi either repeating himself or contradicting himself. Everything was really said the same way. Uh, not the same way. It was s- said with the same meaning, but in a different style. And qu- somebody uh, is coming to quote him. You know, just putting all of his words together. Amar Lay. So Papa says back to bai. Atenach hikah b'zvachim amar. Listen. When Rabbi is learning zvachim, mistabrak yechidiprik I'm he says, oh, the same way we find the Rebbe and Rebbe by Zvachim, because that's what he's teaching, right? He's teaching Zvachim. So it makes sense to say, you, have, you should know, by the way, the same way we find the Machleikas here, there's also going to be a Machleikas by Karba Mench. Why? The Iker Kro'i, because the main psukim that Rebbe Lez and Rebbe are arguing about, kiksivi Bezvachim Ksivi, are written by animal offerings. Why? Because these are the Pesukim we said over, or we, uh, we said prior, okay? Uh, one Pesuk says, Ha-Bosur and then we said, the Dam Zivachachah, right? Remember, we have Bosur V'Hadam, and then we had the Dam prior to the Bosur. That was the Machoikas between Rebbe Lezer and Reb Yeshua Mameyla. When Rabbi is giving Shirin zvachim, he says, you know, everybody should know, and even though the verses of the Machlokas are over here by Zvachim, you should know that, that this Machlokas extends even further than the simple meaning of the verses. b'menachas But when Rabbi Yaisi is learning menachas, where the P'sukim are not written in that particular area, the P'sukim of the Machlokas, of whether the dam and the boss are codependent on each other, it's not by Menachas, so Mestavra, it's logical to say. They basically you didn't have to say, oh, by the way, you know, the same way they're arguing here by Amencha, they're also arguing by Zvachim. <laughs> they're throwing on the Puzaka Zvachim, I mean, you, you don't even got to say that. The hope, all the Psukkim are written by Zvachim. So why when Arabisha is giving shir by Menachas and he says, Oh is your sure? you should know whether if one part becomes tame while the other part is still valid, the Oh yeah, and everybody should know. This discussion here in Menachos also applies to the You don't gotta say that. the, oh, the very verses they're arguing in the Says Kasha, the Papa says Tabai, I disagree with you with your approach. That the reason why Rebaesi is not a contradiction is because there was a Talmud who, who put all of his teachings together. I don't agree with that, that we're talking about different times, different he says, I'll explain to you what Rabyisi means. Ryan is Divi is saying that I see the logic behind Rabbi Eliezer when one part of a carbo- when one part of any offering becomes tummy. I agree with the logic of Rabbi Yezer. When the issue follow this, when the issue of the carbon is a tuma issue, then I agree with Rabbi Yezer's logic. But when the issue of the carbon is not a tuma issue, it's not that something became impure; rather, something got lost. Not that the meat became impure; we shechted a carbon, and now we don't know where the meat is—gone. Then I follow the logic of Reb Yeshua, and this we're going to discuss this now for a little bit. The nafkamina between tumah, something becomes tummy, something is lost. Now let's put it in our brains for a moment. Why would they be in the same category? So think about. It. Listen, if if if. Part of a carbon is lost. What does that mean it's lost? Is the focus that it's not here? Or when something is lost, is the focus on I can't offer it now? What's the main issue when something gets lost? Is the main issue that it's not here? Or is the main issue now that I can't bring the offer? Now why is this mental gymnastics? Like what's the difference, right? What's the difference? The difference is going to be if meat becomes tummy because meat that becomes tummy can't be offered but it is here so when something becomes tummy do I view it like meat that got lost and the animal is still kosher the, the, the sacrifice is still okay or do I view it that the issue is that it can't be brought if the issue is that it can't be brought, then tuma and Loss should be in the sa- same exact category. If the issue is that it's not here, so tuma is here. And maybe the two can be divided. But if the issue is that it can't be brought, so then whether it became Tumah or whether it's not here should stand together with the same halach. What's the reason why Rabbi Yaisi well Paskin will uh, Well Paskin will rule like Rebbe Liazor when the meat becomes tummy, we shum the maratsa bits. We say, listen, the tzitz is maratsa, right? The existence of the tzitz allows the carbon to be accepted. How shamusly Rebbe Yisidomer are tzitz maratsa alach hilas, but Rebbe Yisidomer said elsewhere that sits is not maratsa for food ala kasha. Right near the Rebbe Bitsibor. rather, what is Reb Papa? How is Reb Papa explaining Rebbe Yisidomer? He says that I agree with the logic of by a carbon The difference is not between nitma and avur, the difference is not between impure and lost. The difference is going to be whether you bring a carbon for a seabor or for a yachid. Okay? When something becomes tame, he says the Gemara But my Why, when you bring a carbon tsibur, why is it still going to be allowed when part of the animal becomes tame? Shum the because you find situations where when the Tzibor is tame, you could still breathe bring things betomah, okay. And we quoted the many many examples. Pesach Yom Kippur right, Chada the Shamus Le Rabbi Yosi Damar First of all, because we held like Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yassi said beferish he said explicitly that tumah is hotra betzibur, okay. And furthermore, ibetzibur if the issue of tuma is the is a issue if you're dealing with a communal offering rabbi Yezer macher velai rabbi would rabbi Yezer say it's okay and not rabbi Yehoshua? we know rabbi shua is going to agree with the halakha that when it comes to tuma uh, when it comes to the tzebur it's uh, there are carbonists that are permitted to be brought here we go let's turn to the base i'm so why are you why would you say now that Rebbe Yeshua would hold Tomei if we already said Rebbe Yeshua agrees that, why would you say Rebbe Yeshua holds that's not valid in a state of tuma. if we already said Rebbe Yeshua agrees when a communal offering is in a state of tuma, it's going to be kosher. Ella, rather says the Gemara, what does Rebbe mean? Again, we're just trying to figure out what he means when he's trying to dance at these two chases by saying, I agree with Rabbi Eliezer uh, about this logic Yeshua, and that logic. This is how the answer we tried to give at the end of yesterday's daf. Yeah? The difference between Rabbi Loz and Rabbi Shua is whether the carbon that's Tomei Bitsibor and is allowed to be brought, is it allowed to be brought ideally or only after the fact? Only Bitsibor. The other, I feel Rabbi Yishua, Nami Maidu, says the Gemara. Well, but the other, Rabbi Yishua agrees. okay. The Tani Maidu Rabbi Yishua Shimzara Kordza. Rabbi Yishua agrees that once it's sprinkled, it's allowed. So, what would you know? What would be the thrust of Machaykas of the Hubba of the Vezara for going back to this logic that perhaps there's a difference between when a meat becomes tameh or meat becomes burnt or lost? Kikatani Mider, Rabbi Yishua Shimzara Kordza. When do we say that Rabbi Yishua holds that it's a kosher carbon and? Therefore, uh if you sprinkle the blood the ca- the carbon stands that's specifically Benitma when the you sprinkle the blood when when the meat that was supposed to be brought became tommy the but, but let's say the meat is lost or saruf, then he'll hold that even Bidiyeved the sprinkling did not affect anything. Ki is very and we're did Rabbi Yissey say that? Rabbi He holds that b'diavad ba'avod besaruf in a case of avod and saruf. Period. That is how we're ending off with our understanding between Malchakasin Rabbi and Rabbi Yisua. Rabbi Yossi means to imply that the nafgmina between Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Yeshua is one about lechatilah b'diavad. He's agreeing with Rabbi Yisua that when meat becomes tamei it is not Kasher the he agrees with Rabbi Eliezer, that when it gets burnt or lost, um, that is, uh, th- then he agrees with the logic of Rabbi Eliezer, argues on Rabbi Yishu. Okay. All right. That was a long, Plot Machlokas. Here we go. Brand new mission. About 10 lines from the top of Vayen Chesem Abis. Let's go back to a standard situation. Here's what happens. The Jewish nation is standing on Arab Pesach ready to bring their sacrifices in the Besach Mikdash. Three groups, everybody split up, everything's perfect. Klaal Yisrael is tahar, So we're going to bring the carbon Pesach in the normal fashion. Nothing is allowed to be brought in a state of impurity. Why? Because Val you saw the majority of the Jewish people are pure. Everything's going well this year. All right, bokhasha. Yankel shows up. Yankel brings a carbon. And somehow, somehow, after the shechita. After the slaughtering of his carbon pesach, the meat touched something impure. So everything's fine. Except now, everybody else is moving along in fine fashion. The mass production, the carbon, everything's given. Somehow this meat became tummy. What do we do? So let's talk about this in our mission. Here we go. Nitma basar vechelev kaya. Yankel standing in the base on Mikdash. Everybody else is bringing the karbonus. He brought his karbon. And now the meat that he's supposed to eat at the Pesach Seder became tummy. But the chalev, the fats that are forbidden to eat but are supposed to be burnt on the mizbeach, are still fine. They never became tummy. Eino zorek the halacha is, we do not do zrikas adam, we do not sprinkle the blood. The kahanim that are passing the blood hand-to-hand over to the base of the mezbayach, do not sprinkle the blood of this korban. Okay? Now, to reiterate, we know that if majority of Kal Yisrael was in a state of Tumah, so Tumah wouldn't stop the process shecht, sprinkle. Again, we're dealing with over here, this is an individual issue. We have 10 guys, part of a chabura, part of a group. Somehow the meat became coming. The fats are here. Still, don't sprinkle the blood on the mizbeah. What if the meat that we're supposed to eat is still pure. Somehow, the fats that get burnt on the mizbeach became tummy. The opposite case. The meat I'm supposed to eat is fine. But somehow, the part of the carbon that's supposed to be burnt on the mizbeach, the chalev, <coughs> the fats that are forbidden to eat, that became tummy. Nitma You do sprinkle the blood. When you see from the ratio of our Mishnah, is the sprinkling of the blood is dependent of a carbon pesach is dependent on whether the meat will be eaten. If the meat became tummy, then don't sprinkle the blood. Even if the calibs are out. Because as we explained in the previous part of the Mishnah, the main part of a carbon Pesach is the is the eating. Ubimukdashin <laughs> When it comes to other hektish animals, this is not the halacha. Ella, rather, what's the halacha elsewhere? Not by the carbon pezach. Alpha By other carbonays, as long as the helev is pure, is not Tomei, even if the meat becomes Tamei, you could still sprinkle the blood. It's a unique halacha, says the Mishnah, to Karbam Pesach, that when only the meat becomes Tameh, but everything else is still okay, you don't do Zrikas Adam. By every other sacrifice, you still will do Zrikas Adam. You still will do the sprinkling. That's the Mishnah, says the Gemara. Omar of Gidal Marav, Rav says, in the name of Rav Zorak, if you did sprinkle the blood, even though you weren't supposed to, Hortza, it's a kosher carbon. meaning the meat became tomei, the chilev, the fats, is still tahar. The mission says, don't sprinkle it, says Rav Gidol, in the name of Rav, but if you did, it's a kosher carbon pesah you're not allowed to eat it, but you fulfill your mitzvah of bringing a carbon pesach. Says the Gemara. But what are you going to do at the pesach seder? Baboy achila. I mean, you got to eat a carbon pesach at the pesach Seir, and you're not going to be allowed to do that. So, shkayel, thank you so much that it's a kosher carbon, but it ain't going to do me any good because I'm going to miss out on my mitzvah of eating meat says the Gemara, no problem. All right, you'll have to deal with your meat issue. But guess what? That doesn't mean it's not a valid sacrifice. But it says, how do you bring your carbon Pesach according to how much you eat? So you see the eating is an integral part of the avoda of the service, and therefore if I can't eat, why are you making it valid? The very verses that tell me that the government of Bethlehem says, Each man's got to bring a sacrifice according to how much he's eaten. Well, guess what? Over here he's not eating anything. So how's it valid? It just means, listen, ideally, the way to perform the mitzvah properly is to also eat it. You got a random issue here. I don't know how random... But you got a, you know, a Zeitig issue, a separate problem. No, it became Tommy, All right, but you got your carb. Says the Gemara La'akev Light. We're going to keep questioning this. You don't need to eat the carbon Pesach for it to be a valid carbon. What do you mean by time? according to the number of people. That's how many. That's how many carbonis. You know. That's how, according to the number of people. That's how many should join in the group. The Quran Pesach can only be shechted for those who are counted. Okay? By the way, just to keep in mind, just interesting. this is This is the word, same word as minion. Where does the word minion come from? You need 10 people for a minion. The word minion means counting. You need 10 people for a legitimate counting. You know, we call it a, in board meetings, you'd call it a quorum. Yeah? You need a certain amount of people. That's what the word minion literally means. A it says in Gemara... You only shacht Liminuyev for your minion. Those who are counted and part of your minion are the ones who, who are included in Shachtin. Yeah, Ivar alamits of kosher. I'm sorry. Yochalamiddin shahthosh Linuyov that if you shachta for somebody who's not part of the Karp Yeh Iver al kosher it's still a kosher sacrifice. You are just Ivernaver. Tomilemar Ishlafi Akhita Khaisu, a cos of shana lov la akive. It's ma'akiv. You can only shacht it for those who are going to eat. The isk shaykh leminuyev. And we're comparing lemenuyim. We're comparing those who eat to those who are counted towards this. So over here, I don't understand how it could be a kosher carbon. Asks the Gemara, <clears throat> if there ain't a, if there ain't nobody going to eat it, you need b'michzas. You need people to be counted towards the eating. Ain't nobody counted towards the eating? Ain't no carbon? Why is it Ella Rab the Amarker of Noson. Rather, Rav holds like Rav Noson. The He holds that Achilas is not Ma'akev. Now, what do you mean it's not Ma'akev? So this is the opinion that we said before that it's only the mitzvah. Now, the Gemara is going to explain. We just brought verses saying it is Ma'akev. Okay. We just brought our verses there saying, listen, it's not possible. It's not Ma'akev. It's not no problem. He holds Rav What? He holds Rav against the Torah. What are you talking about? Hi, Rav Noson. What do you mean, Rav Noson? i going to say the following opinion of Noss time we learned in Rebryson. How do you know that really, as long as one carbon pesach is brought on behalf of the entire nation, it's technically okay? On it, on one individual carbon you can have all of K'la Yisrael shachted on this now what does that mean the he called is everybody shachting wallayin only one person is doing the shiet you're not gonna have you have 13 million people holding the knife at the same time it means everybody could fulfill their khiov with one pasach now let me ask you a question if everybody needs to eat from the carbon what are the chances you're going to find a sheep big enough that everybody, every single Jew, will be able to eat a Kazayas. Not possible. Okay? Doma shani hassum. Say, oh, maybe it's different. The imemashri hani chazilahani. We'll say, oh, you know why it's kosher? I'll tell you why. Because it's like the, it's like the idea of hayal. Remember Hayil? Hayil is like sins. Since something is technically possible, we had this on, chow, on, on Yom Tif, right? Do you say the rule of Huyal? A person is not allowed to cook on Yom Tiff or after Yom Tiff. But do we say, oh, well, since it's possible, some guests might show up and he'll end up using that food on Yom Tiff, So it's even permitted. Says the Gemara here, maybe the reason why it's a kosher carbon is because of Huyal. And we'll say it like this, yeah, you're right, 13 million people can't eat from one sheep, but it's possible point nine 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 million people will back out <laughs> and i'll be left with a group of, uh, of a hundred and each of us can eat a kazaias and therefore even now it's good like we and that, that's you're going to say how do you know that this is the issue of robinson so that can't be the of that we're following Allah maybe it's a different uh maybe it's a different uh halacha different brisa of Reb Nassim. Again, we're trying to find the teaching of Reb Nassim who holds that achilas that eating a carbon Pesach is not ma'akeh. We tried bringing it from that. We said, no, maybe only there is because there's the possibility people back out. So, again, what's going to be our source uh, that we're, that there's an opinion of Reb Nassim somewhere that you actually don't need to eat from the carbon Pesach if we've just found p'sochim that says it is crucial? Allah, Reb Nassim. Rather, for the following teaching of Reb Nosson, if let's say you have one, if you have a group put together as a minion for a carbon, and then you have twenty people who said that's our carbon, and then somehow twenty other people look at that same animal. Maybe it was hefker. I don't know, and they say that's our carbon pesach. Now, this carbon pesach is not enough for forty people. <laughs> the first group, who at the time that they joined this animal, it was enough meat, do not need to bring a pesach sheni. <laughs> but the second group, who at the time that they said they're going to be part of this carbon. There was no meat left to even be possible to eat from this carbon. They need to bring up Pesak Sheni in Ekla They can't eat it, they gotta bring a Pesak You did not fulfill your mitzvah. Ravnasun Amar. Ravnasan says Eluva Elu, Putura Milas Pesak Sheni, Shekvar Nizrak Hadam. As long as the bread was sprinkled on behalf of everybody, even if there's not enough meat for everybody, it's still okay. So you see the meeting is not ma'aket. Boom. Good, this is the Rav Nassim that we must be following. The Gemara says, no. Maybe over there, it's a different halacha, the mashchi, hani, the the hani. Same answer we said before. What happens if the first 20 people back out? Then there'll be enough meat for the second 20. Maybe specifically over there, Rav Nassim will say that they don't need to bring pesach uh, because they're technically in the ballgame of eating because there's a possibility. Since. Since is a possibility that the first group might back out. Second, but in a case where it's not possible at all for the second group, that would be part. Maybe he'll actually hold Achila Ismakin. Says <laughs> Gemara, it's not possible. If that would be the opinion of Reb Nassen. He should have said, since the second group, he should have said the, 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 his reason. It's called Ikr Chassim sefer. His main point is lacking from his words. If the whole reason for Ibn why the second 20 people fulfilled their obligation is because there's a chance the first might pull out. So say that. Say the, um, This is the reason why I'm leaning. The reason why I'm leaning on the second group is because the second group is really considered part of the carbon because the, what happens if the first group pulls out? Therefore, I'll even allow the second group. Say that. You didn't say it. My v'anizek adam. Rather, what did he give the reason? He said, you know why? All 40 are part of the carbon, Pesach, because the blood was sprinkled for all 40. So what do you see from those words? That according to him, the main thing is the sprinkling of the blood, it's not the eating. He, that's, this must be the price where we see straight out that Reb Nassim is of the opinion that Achila is not Ma'akiv. Says the Gemara. Why does Rav want to say that our Mishnah is? Going um, only bid And we're also following Abnasin. Why do you got to twist yourself to follow that opinion? Follow the opinion of the majority. Why don't we pass like the and say even when part of it became tome, it's not going to be kosher. Rav Masis and because Rav was a little, uh, he had a kasha on, on the way the Mishnah is written. Am I tony ein Saddam? Why does the price, it, the Mishnah doesn't say puzzel, or you're not yotze? Rather, it says don't sprinkle the blood. Listen, puzzel. Say it's puzzel. Puzzel means it's not a kosher carbon. What do you mean in a Therefore, he says, you know, he says because of that expression, he's understanding ein Avol diyavad We don't do that, but ain't sorry, Don't do it. But if you did it, it seems to imply it's going to be okay. According to R. Nasan, he's now arguing on the psukim, Okay, because again, now we got to now we got to deal with the bigger issue. We said our mishnah is following the pin of R. who holds that achila is not maakev, eating the carbon pesach is not maakev. It's a kosher carbon, even if even if there's people who don't have to beat it. But we brought psukim in the tyrant that says, Ishtu each man according to what he eats. That means Achila is crucial. Shkaiich, our Mishnah is agreeing with Reb A Mishnah can't argue with a verse in the Torah. What's the whole opinion of Reb in the first place? If the tyrant says Achila Ishtu Fiachlai, how can you say that it's not true? Answers the Gemara Levnos and Ishloviachle L'ameli the been and gabra the Chazi Lachid. He said Ishloviachle doesn't mean that you need the number of people that are capable of eating. No. All it means is that the one shachting the carbam Pesach needs to be capable of eating it. But it doesn't mean Ishloviachle does not mean that achila is ma'akev, that the eating of it is crucial for it to be a kosher karbon pesach. Period. Zark the Gemara. The Gemara says, man tan la tan rabbanan. who's the tanah of the following b'raisa? So we're now going to list another b'raisa. The b'raisa says, shachate l'akhlov. the person shachat the karbon pesah for those who can eat it. But then at the time that you sprinkle it, you have in mind people who are not able to eat it. Ha-Pesach has my kosher, the current Pesach is a valid korban, v'odum esit be'chavosai, keman, who does that follow, name, Rev-Nosen, Hivle, seems to uh, seems to follow Rev-Nosen, because Rev-Nosen owns that the current Pesach is valid, even for somebody who's not capable of eating it, right? So it seems that this bride says, Rev-Nosen, not the Rabbonon, says the Gemara, not necessarily, a few of Rabbonon, in mach-shabes, oichlen, bez because they'll say, the Rabbon, who say that the Iker is the Achila, the main thing is the eating, they'll just be of their opinion, that when it comes to the sprinkling it That does not change around um, the ability to eat because the sprinkling is not the ichor, it's only the achila, period, okay? What what we're just doing now is, this is actually going to be very simple for the rest of this daf. Now that we've established there's a dispute between Avnason and the Rabbanon, the Rabbanan hold that achila is crucial and Avnason holds that achila is not crucial, the eating is not crucial. What we're going to be doing now is listing brises and saying, "Does this brise work with Rav Noson or the Rabbanon or both?" Okay, that's that's what we're going to be doing here. Man Who is the author? Is it Rav or the Rabbanon of the following statement? The following brise. Somebody was sick and not capable of eating the carbon. At the time that it was shakti. But by the time the blood was sprinkled, he was now capable of eating it. He got better. So he wasn't able to eat when it was shakti. He was able to eat at the time of sprinkling. <laughs> or vice versa. <laughs> the is He's not allowed to be part of that for the shita or the shrikah. You gotta either be um, sick from the time of um, uh, you got you gotta be. Um, sorry, you gotta be capable of eating from the shita through the zrika. Chalim is to be healthy, and Chola is to be sick. So here, you need to be chalim. You know, from beginning time. Okay. Come on. Who's that following who says that you need to be capable of eating? Let's think in our minds for a moment. You need to be capable of eating in order this to be called a carbon. Rav Nosson said, Achil is not ma'akev. So this brice must be the Rabban. Name a Rabban, he Rav Let's say this brice holds that it's, you got to be capable of eating. Is the Rabbanon? Answers the Gemara. No. Rav Nosson can work out with this brice as well. If you're Rav Rav Nassim holds that even though Achila is not Ma'akev, he may very well still agree that at the time of the bringing of the Karbon, you need to be in the league of being capable of eating. You don't have to actually eat. You need to be capable of eating at the time of the shekita. Maybe Rav holds that. When he says Achila is not Ma'akev, all he means is you, you need to be fit. You just don't need to eat. Okay. Therefore that Risa can fit with Rav and Rav another brisa mantana lo tana rabban, who's teaching the next brisa of or the bon which says like this chade bitara person shakes come passach when it's everything's tahar and then the owner becomes tomay after the shita but before the sprinkling izare kadam bitara you sprinkle the blood val ykosher busar bitu but the meat cannot be eaten in a state of tumah. Okay, meaning you're allowed to sprinkle the blood. You're not allowed to eat the meat. Come on, who does that follow, Rabbi Nosin or the Rabbanon? my Rabbi Rabbi He that this Machleikas is very well the Machloekas in of and the Rabbanon and the Brisa is the opinion of Rabbi Nassim. Okay, meaning we're going a step further now in the opinion of Rabbi Previously we said Rav Nassim holds you don't need to eat but you still need to be fit. Over here the owner's tummy so he's not even fit and still Rav Nassim's saying it's okay. This is the added Chiddush over here. Previously it only be fit. Oh, here he's, he's tummy. Rabbi Yechonah says no, that the Nassim even fit with his price. What are we dealing with over here? Pitsibor. We're dealing with a carbon that was brought, anything, everything. I, the whole situation, anyway, was a unique situation that majority of the tibor was abde. That when we know that majority of the tibur is tamay, so you're allowed to bring it even in a state of tamay. the if majority of the people are so why do we say, oh, you could sprinkle it, but don't eat it in a state of tamay? It's not true. When most of Klai Yisrael is tamay, you're even allowed to eat it. Mara says, Gzeira. This Bryce held of a gezera. Shame yitam tama Bailam Akhar zrika. That that um we want to make a gezera this year, that maybe the the b'alim, the owners, may become Tomei after zrika. The yimru, and they're gonna say, Oh, Last year we ate it even though. We were Tar. So now as well. Even when majority of is not Tomei, they'll think they can still eat it. They're not gonna realize the uh is by Lim to That the reason of the previous year was only because everybody was already Tomei prior to the shita that it's allowed. But but in this case the Bryson, what happened? The owner starting out to then he's becoming Tame afterwards. And therefore the Rabbana made a very unique Ezera, a very unique decree, that um, in a situation when the Tzibor was not Tomei all along, rather the owners became Tomei after the Shita, but before the zrika. in this rare case, however that's going to play out, if you became tummy first, you you think it's better, right? You ha- when you're tummy all along, and you're allowed to eat the carbon pesach. Certainly, when you come tummy after the shechita before the zrika. Now, the rabbanu made that in the unique situation where the owners are becoming tummy only after the shechita before the zrika, they're not allowed to eat from the carbon pesach because it may lead to long term uh, mistakes. Vibay Yisema, final answer for today. Let's go to the two dots a few lines down. Vibay Yasema. another way to explain this is Rav Dalmak Rebisheua, Rav Holzak Rebisheua. The time we learned in the Brayser Rebisheua, Rebisheua says all the zvachim, all the carbonus in the Torah, Kaim, whether the meat became tame and the chelav is still tahar, but whether the chelav is burnt on the becomes Tameh, Kaim and the meat is okay, Either way, you're permitted to sprinkle the blood, even. But if it's the carbon of a nazir or a carbon pesach, then if the khaleb becomes tummy and the meat's still okay, still tah, you let us sprinkle the blood. However, the meat, the ickr that we're bringing this for is the eating. If the meat became tummy and the khale is still uh, is still tahar, then ain't Zyrak as because the main part the meat is in a state of tum. However, Vim so, if you did sprinkle the blood, then it's an accepted carbon nitmuha What happens if the owner became tome mace, then you're not going to sprinkle the blood Vim even If the if the owner became tomai, we will not do a zrika. We will hold it here for today, Bez Hashem, tomorrow evening at 7:30 we will pick up from the two dots on the top of daf INTES. have a wonderful wonderful